Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you were blessed by today's sermon. Friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Happy New Year, everybody. I was visiting with a man this week, and he asked me, well, Skip, how is 2021 going for you so far? <laughs> I thought about it a few seconds, and then I said, well, it seems pretty much like 2020 so far. Um, we still have the coronavirus, COVID-19 with us all the time, and these masks, I wish they would go away, but I'm not discouraging you from wearing them because I wear one too almost all day long every day. <clears throat> the oil business is slower than it used to be. And then there's Washington. Don't even get me started on Washington, right? We're not even going to go there. It's just there, and we all know it is, and we know it's in the mess. Um, these things dominate the news and are always in our faces these days, in our eyes and in our ears. And when we're bombarded with these things every day, it's easy to develop a negative attitude about everything. It just is. When you look at the world around you through the lenses of what's wrong with it all the time, we can easily become cynical about life. Now, a cynic is a person who develops a pervasive negative attitude about their life and the world around them. But then they don't just keep it in their attitude, right? Because it has to come out somehow. And usually it comes out with sarcasm and critical comments. Those, that's really kind of like the fruit of cynicism. Sarcasm and critical comments. A cynic is a person that hears that they just won the lotto and they complain about the income taxes they're going to have to pay. A cynic hears of someone in the community doing something to, something to help homeless people or poor people, and then they criticize them as publicity-seeking do-gooders, as though do-gooders is a bad thing, right? <laughs> I never got that. Uh, Cynics just look for the negative in people. That's what they see. No matter what the situation, they look for the negative. Abraham Lincoln said this. He said, if you look for the bad in people, hoping to find it, you surely will. Uh, in the gospel lesson this morning, we heard the story of Jesus calling the disciples Philip and Nathaniel. After Jesus called Philip, Philip was excited about it. And like most of us, when we're excited about something, we want to tell people about it. And that's what Philip did. He went and found his friend Nathaniel, And he told Nathaniel this. He said, we have found the one whom Moses and the prophets wrote about, Jesus of Nazareth. Philip was excited. He was excited about the news. Can you imagine? Been waiting around for thousands of years for this. His people for thousands of years have been looking forward to the day when the Messiah comes. Philip sees the Messiah. 
He wants to go tell Nathaniel, and it's like he's jumping up and down with excitement, telling Nathaniel, come, look at this, look at what we found. And, um, and so it's like Philip shows up with a big bouquet of balloons, right? He's like going to party about this. And Nathaniel looks at it, and he wants to let the air out of them. He wants to pop them with a pin. Nathaniel says this. He said, uh, Nazareth, can anything good come out of Nazareth? That was his response to the good news. Uh, now, the scripture doesn't give us any insight about what caused Philip, or caused Nathaniel, rather, to develop such a cynical attitude to the point that he could see, he could write off a whole town as no good, right? Can anything good come out of Nazareth, he said. You know, something must have happened to him, though, because his vision was affected to the point where he couldn't even see the possibility of good in Philip's good news for him. Nathaniel looked for the bad, and he found it. He found it. But Philip, not to be deterred by Nathaniel's cynicism, simply told Nathaniel, come and see. Come and see. You know, when I first heard this, I thought Philip was telling Nathaniel, you know, come take a look. Come and see for yourself. And there's an element of that in this. Uh, but I really think what Philip is telling Nathaniel here is, come with me and you'll see because Jesus will open your eyes. You'll see because Jesus will give you eyes to see. Come follow Jesus, and he'll give you a new perspective, a heavenly view of the world and the people in it. A view not just to see the cynical negative, but to see the value, the hope, the possibility for good in everything. Jesus gave Nathaniel new eyes to see. And Nathaniel then responded. By worshiping him as his Savior and his Lord, he says. Lord, you are the Son of God and the King of Israel. Philip got eyes to see. You know, I believe this is a timely message for Christians today, for all of us. I see this in myself, and I see it to people that I talk to all the time. I'm kind of a professional talker. That's what I do. That's how I earn my living. I talk to people all the time. And, uh, and so uh, I hear a lot of stories, I see a lot of people, and I see people with cynical attitudes all the time. We fill ourselves up with negative images, we watch talk shows, social media, newscast, podcast. Um, we see angry images and we hear them with a pessimistic dark view of the world and its future. What we fill ourselves up with has to come out somewhere. So it comes out in our words and in our actions. It comes out in our relationships and in our interactions with the people we're around all day and also with the people that we love. I heard someone say one time, this saying paints a good picture of this. That saying is, what's down in the well comes up in the bucket. 
what's down in the well comes up in the bucket. You know, I had a phone conversation with a lady this week. I, I love how these things happen. I'm preaching and the Lord gives me the stories, you know, during the week. Uh, and that's the way this was. I was visiting with this lady who's, who's the wife of one of my good friends. And uh, she was so ramped up about uh, what she saw as the horrible state of the world right now. Just ramped up about it. I mean, in the conversation, it was like she couldn't get a breath. You know, she was just going on and on, talking like it's like an auctioneer almost, you know, like, and and I tried to break in a few times, but she wasn't having it. You know, she had to get it out. And um, she talked about while she was talking. She referred to people who like who are the talking heads on these talk shows and things that she like they were people she'd been talking to this week. Um, and so. Uh, constantly, radio programs, TV programs, podcasts, social media. She had no peace at all. No peace, only anxiety, no joy. She, didn't, she had kind of lost her gentleness even. Um, I tried to talk to her about the possibility of filling her mind up with something else other than all this stuff. And um, maybe she would consider reading the scripture some listening to some Christian music about letting Jesus help her see the world through his eyes, at least part of the time. You know, the Apostle Paul talks about this in Philippians 4, verses 8 and 9. This is my paraphrase of it. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, Worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about these things. Practice these things. And here's the promise. And the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace will be with you. You know, I shared these things with her. And uh, you know what she said? She, she accused me of sticking my head in the sand. I laughed about it, but, but um, you know, I think maybe some of it got through. I think maybe some of it got through. So, as always in a sermon, the story comes back around to you and to me. The things of this world, the press, the country, find you being more cynical these days? Do you find yourself being more cynical? Is your attitude in general more negative, more critical, maybe even a little snarky? You know, if you're not sure, try this. Ask the people around you how you're doing. <laughs> that's kind of risky, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's a little risky. Only ask them if you want to know, though. Because they're probably cynical about you. I don't know, maybe. Um, but seriously, if you're aware of this in, in your life and you're uncomfortable with it and you want some help, the answer for you and me is the same as it was for Nathaniel. Come and see. Come and see Jesus. Here's some ways you can begin.
look at what is it that's filling up your well every day? What are the images that are coming into your eyes? And the, and the sounds coming into your ears? What are you listening to, reading, watching? The best way to change cynicism and to hope and peace is to turn your eyes and your mind to Jesus. It just is. He's the Prince of Peace, right? Turn your eyes and your heart toward him. And like the song says, if you turn your eyes upon Jesus, what happens to the things of the world? They grow, they pass away, they grow strangely dim, the song says. Turn your eyes to Jesus. Start reading your Bible some. I heard a guy say this week, that wouldn't it be great if when we woke up in the morning, the first thing we looked at was the Bible instead of our cell phones? Wouldn't that be great? You know, there's, there's so many good devotionals out there that you can read in the morning to let the word of God come into you. Listen to Christian music when you're driving around in your car instead of talk shows all the time. When you allow Jesus to fill you up, Jesus will change your vision, your vision of the world. Jesus will be reflected in your walk and also in your talk when you come and see him. Next, come and see Jesus and get a new perspective on the world. As Christians, we are citizens of the kingdom of God. Our citizenship is not just of this world. We are citizens of the kingdom. I'm proud that I'm an American. I love my country, but that's not all there is for us. That's not all there is for me. We are citizens of the kingdom of God. God has a plan for us, no matter what's going on in Washington. God has a plan for his people. And his plan is to prosper us and to give us a hope and a future. That's God's plan for his people. Politics are part of our life in this world, but please don't let politics become the only thing in your world that matters. That's the danger these days. Because we hear so much about it, we lose our perspective on it, as though the whole world is about politics. It's just not, people. It's not. You know, God has a plan for us. Our citizenship is in heaven. This world is not all there is. There's so much more to come for us. Come to Jesus and let him keep, give you a kingdom perspective on the world. Times of darkness in this world offer, offer opportunities for the light of the gospel to be brighter than ever. There are more opportunities for ministry out in the world than there are in times when things are good. In darkness, the light shines. So as you turn your eyes to Jesus more and less on the world, he'll change your outlook and give you a kingdom perspective and he'll restore your peace. Finally, come and see Jesus and ask him to change you from a cynic into an encourager. You know, when Nathaniel came to Jesus, the first thing Jesus did was encourage him. He encouraged him. He said this to Nathaniel, the cynic. Here is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. He encouraged him. He kind of pumped him up. 
And when he encouraged him, the walls of his cynical heart began to break down. You know, a little encouragement goes a long way for people. Uh, It's a powerful ministry that any Christian can get involved in. Just to encourage the people around you. Um, There is so much more blessing for us and for other people around us when we turn and build one another up as opposed to tear one another down all the time. Jesus will change this in us if we'll let him and if we'll come and ask him. So we take time this week or even right now to choose to ask him to change you into an encourager. You'll be blessed if you do. And I promise you the people around you would be blessed when you encourage them. And that in itself will encourage you. Jesus wants to change your focus and your outlook. He wants you to be filled with joy and peace, not cynicism or criticism. He wants to bless you So you can be a blessing to people around you and be a light that's shining in the darkness. To be part of the solution, not just part of the problem. You know, and if you're not sure if you believe what I'm saying this morning, or maybe like my friend on the phone, you think I'm sticking my head in the sand, then I just have this to leave you with. Come and see. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.